0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, August 16th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday.
0: Here's the latest. We now know the limits of what information the Justice Department will show us about its search of Mar-a-Lago. News organizations have asked the DOJ to release the underlying affidavit used to get the search warrant it served last week, but the department objects to making the affidavit public. Unlike the warrant, the affidavit contains sensitive information about witnesses and the scope of the ongoing investigation. A judge will now decide.
1: WeWork's disgraced founder, Adam Newman, is back, proving white men can only fail up. And this time, he's not about gobbling up commercial real estate to offer workspaces with unlimited kombucha. He wants to shake up the rental housing market. Newman's new venture, called Flow, just received More than $350 million in finances from blue-chip VC Andreessen Horowitz. Flo is already estimated to be worth a billion dollars, which is really not bad for a guy who just three years ago was publicly ousted from his own company after a failed IPO.
0: The chief financial officer of the Trump Organization is expected to plead guilty in a tax evasion case as early as Thursday. Alan Weisselberg reportedly took more than $1.7 million in off-the-books compensation to pay for things like school tuition, rent, and car payments. The New York Times says the 75-year-old Weisselberg's plea deal might mean a five-month jail sentence with the potential to get out after 100 days. But the Times also says Weisselberg refused to testify Against his former boss, Donald Trump.
1: Apple has been trying to get employees back in the office for over a year now, and it's set a new deadline for just that. By September 5th, Labor Day, Apple will require staffers to work from the office at least three days a week. While COVID is still totally a thing, the U.S. is averaging over 500 deaths a day. But this is also, you know, Apple's busy season. So Bloomberg reports Apple is going to announce new phones and watches in September and new Macs and iPads
0: towards the end of the year. Republican Representative Liz Cheney is widely expected to lose her Wyoming primary today. And if she does, it'll mark the end of a Cheney dynasty in the state, which began with her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney, in the 70s. Liz Cheney's role as the vice chair of the January 6th committee has pissed off the pro-Trump members of her party, and her loss would signal a new brand of politics for the state, one without room for moderates like Cheney.
1: Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app
0: and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we answer some of the questions
1: you might have about living and working abroad. Scotland has just made history. It's become the first country in the world to make tampons and pads available for free to everyone. The new law known as the Period Products Act was unanimously passed in the Scottish Parliament, and it requires schools and all public bathrooms to provide free sanitary products.
0: Starbucks is accusing the National Labor Relations Board of tampering with Starbucks employees who are trying to unionize. A whistleblower tipped off Starbucks that in a recent union vote in Kansas City, members of the NLRB gave local union organizers insider info, like sharing confidential information about real-time vote tallies. The union has called the accusations absurd, but Starbucks is asking the NLRB to hit pause on all mail-in ballot union elections.
1: If you have any Wild Cherry Capri Sun juice pouches in your house, uh, you might need to throw them out. Kraft Heinz owns Capri Sun, and it's recalling nearly 6,000 cases of the drink. That's because a diluted cleaning solution accidentally got mixed in on the assembly line at one of its factories. But only the Wild Cherry flavor, and only the ones with the best one used by
0: date of June 25th, 2023. The markets have been rallying lately, but insiders Phil Rosen says stocks still have room to fall and the bear market isn't over yet. Analysts from BlackRock and Morgan Stanley said on Monday that the stock market is actually disconnected from reality. So the S&P 500 is up almost 20 percent since last month. But that surge has come as fundamentals point to a slowdown. Phil says companies expect the Fed to continue to be aggressive with its policies, which will keep the pressure on the markets. So pretty much they're saying investors shouldn't hold their breath for more upside in stocks. Phil Rosen writes Insiders 10 Things Before the Opening Bell Newsletter.
1: The Academy of Motion Pictures has apologized to Sasheen Littlefeather for the abuse she's endured for nearly 50 years. You may have heard the story. At the Academy Awards in 1973, Little Feather appeared on stage in place of Marlon Brando. Wearing a buckskin dress and moccasins. she declined his best actor award for The Godfather, saying, And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry, excuse me, Little Feather says she's been harassed and discriminated against since. Now the academy is hosting an event in the 75 year old's honor. Uprooting your life, moving to a foreign country, and working with your laptop on a beach sounds like a fantasy, but millions do it every year, and the trend is growing. In 2019, the State Department estimated 9 million Americans moved abroad. Last year, that number jumped to over 15 million. That's according to MBO Partners. And the uptick might be thanks to new visa programs in countries like Costa Rica and Portugal that are geared toward digital nomads, people who live and work in foreign countries. Insiders Rachel DeRose has interviewed several digital nomads and is here to offer some advice. Hey, Rachel. Hi, it's so great to talk to you today. So other
2: than visa programs, what else is driving more people to move abroad? When the pandemic happened, people moved online or did work from home or remote work. And While at the start of the pandemic, we kind of thought that would disappear after a while, it definitely ended up staying and it ended up expanding in a lot of ways. And so in 2021 and 2022, as companies cemented these policies and made it part of their work models, people were given more freedom to be able to travel like this and maintain the job that they already had. Yeah, so this
1: is a huge decision, though, you know, you're picking up your whole life and moving abroad to a country where you possibly don't understand the language or the culture. So based on your reporting, what were some of the challenges or what are some of the challenges people are facing in the process?
2: Well, some of the problems are still the complications of getting the visas, of managing your job if you're working overseas, You know, tax regulations. So just because your company offers remote work doesn't mean that you're actually able to work from anywhere or work abroad. And so a lot of these digital nomad visas as well are very young. They're all of two years old, if not only a couple months old. And because of that, they haven't necessarily worked out the kinks in the in the programs or worked out the application process entirely.
1: So Rachel, how can one decide what country is right for them? You know, what country could be a good fit?
2: Well, there's a couple things that some of the digital nomads and relocation consultants I spoke to really emphasized, which is affordability, proximity to a community, internet infrastructure, the climate of the location you're going to, safety, Mm -hmm. and then the time zone. If your company is based in the United States and you're working on Eastern time, then you may not want to go to a place that has a 12 hour time difference and you'll be working all through through the night and then not be able to enjoy your day. So, Rachel, I have to admit that my
1: gut reaction to stories about becoming a digital nomad is ugh because I'm from Mexico City, and I still have family and friends there. And it has seen a huge influx of Americans during the pandemic. You know, they're Mm -hmm. driven there, because obviously, it's beautiful, but because for people making dollars, it's super cheap. And that is driving prices up, including houses and creating lots of tensions, you know, it's being criticized as colonialist and imperialist. Mm -hmm. So how can people thinking about leaving the US, you know, minimize the damage they do abroad?
2: it goes back to that very carefully picking the location that you're choosing to work from. And that doesn't just have to do with what your needs are. It has to do with the needs or what's best for the place you're traveling to or going to be Mm. calling home. And since it is your home, you need to treat it like a home. So one point here is be careful about where you pick. Be thoughtful about it. Don't move to to a country where you don't speak the language and then just expect everyone around you to accommodate you and accommodate your language. And that goes into the second part, which is embracing the culture of the place you're going. If you're going to be a digital nomad, it's not going to be the same as your hometown and staying there and your work life isn't going to be the same. Your social life Mm. isn't going to be the same. And that's the whole point. That's what makes being a digital nomad so great for some people. And if you're not able to open up like that and accept another culture and try to appreciate another culture, then being a digital nomad probably isn't actually the best lifestyle for you.
1: Such good advice. So for people listening and thinking about moving and working abroad, any other big piece of advice you have for them?
2: If this is something you're interested in, really just go for it. Look into it. Hire a relocation consultant if you don't really know where to start. Take that leap because there's always going to be a reason not to. There's always going to be, Mm. but my friends, but my family, but my job. And so there's never going to be a perfect time to do this. You just have to do it. Rachel, thanks for chatting. Thank you. It was so great talking to you.
1: Rachel DeRose is a reporter at Insider covering careers.
0: Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
1: You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra.
0: And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.